Okay. All right. Welcome back. What's up, up, guys? Hey, y'all. Welcome to Melon and Me podcast. We are back, full in effect. Some juicy topics. Some juice. There's been a lot happening. (laughs) There's always a lot happening. It's really, honestly, to me, like there are some. There could be weeks or like a full month of nothing really going on. Like we have to kind of just scrape (laughs) together shit to be like, oh, this is some juice. But then there's times where I feel like there's just an overflow of topics where we can't even, we don't even have enough time to cover everything. I know. So I feel like right now is one of those times where just so much is happening that- A lot. You know, we're just going to try to get it all in where we can in this podcast and upcoming podcast, but stay tuned for more. So- Our last episode, we, you know, touched on the passing of Kobe Bryant, and we did a whole tribute episode, so if you didn't catch that, make sure you go back on our last episode and catch that. Yes, catch up. Um, We will be following that story all the way through. I think his funeral or celebration, one of his celebration of life's that I've seen, because apparently there's going to be a few, meaning probably, obviously, more private ones that we won't even know about, but the one that's available for the public um, is scheduled for February 24th um, at the Staples Center. His wife, Vanessa Bryant, she posted a flyer or like a post um, saying that that was going to happen. So more details to come on that. And it's also, this is just, I don't know the right or wrong answer to this, but you know, one of my friends brought it to my attention and he was like that, the Shade Room post said that the Staples Center Memorial would be for all of the victims, like all nine victims. I heard that too. But then Vanessa Bryant, she just posted for Kobe and Gianna. So, you know, I guess I, I don't know. I guess that's just their private thing. I would assume they would just have a private service. Here's how I feel about Something that. more public, you know. Sure. I, and here's how I feel about it. Obviously, and like, we just call the elephant out in the room. All lives on that helicopter certainly mattered and they still matter and they will forever matter. It's tragic. It was horrific. Um, I think hosting a celebration of life for all nine victims um, is a good idea. However, I also think that with the type of... um, footprint that Kobe has left in the impact on this world or this country, whatever the case may be. Um, And then obviously his daughter as well. I think that there definitely should be an isolated um, event for Kobe simply for the public, simply because, and here's my opinion on that is it, I don't want it to overshadow. Like if you have something that big at the Staples Center for all nine lives. I just feel like majority of the ceremony is going to be about Kobe anyway. And, you know, they can structure it how they want to. Don't get me wrong. But I just feel like, all right, let's give Kobe his. Let's do one for everyone. And then what the ones that we won't know about, those are going to happen anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I heard that, too, that at the Staples Center, they were going to do something for all of the nine victims. Yeah. Um, But I would assume that those families would have their own funerals for their family, you know, just because, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, you want people to celebrate you. And if it's combined with one of the world's largest basketball stars, they're going to focus more on that. So I would assume that everyone's going to have like their private services for their family. So, um, yeah. But if they want to honor these victims as well, throughout the memorial, that makes sense too. You know, Absolutely. that's beautiful. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. But, I yeah. just would hate for it to be like all nine people, Staples Center. And then people are like, why was this mainly about Kobe? I thought this was supposed to be about, every-. you know, it just, yeah. I, I don't want it to be muddy. I don't want their lives to be muddied down. Yeah. You know, in conjunction with someone. With such My a- friend also said that he doesn't think it's going to be like, a funeral he thinks it's just a memorial service like he doesn't think there's gonna be a casket it's not gonna be like he thinks it's just gonna be like they probably already had a funeral and this is just gonna be like a Uh, memorial type of tribute for the public and that would make sense why it's so like in the future yeah it's so far out like it's like at least three and a half weeks from now so um 
Yeah. We'll, we'll share as much as we know um, on our page as well. And, you know, if we podcast enough in time for it, we'll make sure we share as much as we know. All right. Well, let's get into it. Music City Streets. Let's see. I do have an event, but you know what? I can't even say it because it's going to, by the time we air this, the event is already going to be passed, but the Black Affair is going to be going on tonight um, in Nashville. So I'm excited to see my city show up and show out in their Black black attire. Um, That is like the one thing that we do here that's been going on for years. If you've ever you know, been a part of the Black experience in Nashville, you definitely know about the Black Fair. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see the looks and all that kind of stuff. I do not attend those anymore. Um, but I, like I said, I love to see what people show up in and all that kind of stuff. Um, what else? What will I be doing this weekend? So not a whole lot. Um, just, you know, <laughs> I've been trying to get my life together, eat better, meal prep. Oh, that is just so hard. Yeah. Self-care. And you know, and all of these things that when you think about putting yourself forward or taking care of yourself, it does take a lot to do. Um, because you have to, in a world where you're so busy and you have your, um, routine, depending on whatever that is, to break that routine and to do something for yourself and to include yourself in your routine, um, it does take a lot. So for me, it's about in this space that I'm in right now is really just stopping, writing down things, being intentional about, you know, what I'm buying at the grocery store. Am I going to make sure that I eat this? Cause we all have those days when we stock up and then only eat a few things only to have all that food go to waste. So that's what I'll be doing for the Man, next. That's just so hard. Like I want to do it. I'm going to try it again. Yeah. Like get back on it but I was on it I was really on it for a good Girl. period of time and then when I fell when I fall I fall all the way off me too <laughs> me too it's so it's so hard and I, and I and it's like we, I'm over I've stopped this is what I have stopped doing and this is one thing that I've learned one of the things that I've stopped doing is um shoot I just literally forgot what I was gonna say well anyways hey. let me just let me just say this. What I have come to learn is, oh, that's what I was going to say. I've stopped asking people what they're doing to lose weight, right? Like, what is it that you're doing? What is it? Oh my God, you look so good. Look so good. Only because I've lost weight several times. It's the way that I've lost it. It's work. It's a commitment. It's consistency. There is no magic pill. Cause I know how, when people ask me what I do, it's I know how to lose it. When people ask me, what did I do? And all this other kind of things, it's almost like, once I tell them, well, I get up at 5 a.m., I make sure that I at least get a 30-minute workout in, I eat pretty good, um, I've cut out this, it's almost like you see this, like, feeling leave their body, like, oh, I thought she was going to tell me she drank lemonade tea, oh, I thought she was going to tell me she took a pill, because people are so disinterested in, oh my god, you get up at what time? Oh, bitch, bye, like, you know, they just don't, and right now, I know what I need to do to lose weight, I just... Oh, it's just so hard. It's so, it's hard to get back into the routine of, for me, it is. But once I'm in it for a little while and I start to see the results, I'm like, oh, I got this. But then once I stop, I stop. That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. The only reason I'm not like completely gained back all my weight I lost is because of intermittent fasting. Like I will vouch for intermittent fasting. Like you try that. Tell me about that. <laughs> you could eat like trash, but if you follow your eating hours like you're not going to gain weight you may like plateau but you're not going to like gain weight um intermittent fasting is just like you choosing it's like fasting for a period of time throughout the day so like I got in the habit like I don't eat breakfast normally I won't eat after after like 12 or 1 and then I won't eat after like 8 at night so it's like I only eat from 1 to 8 so you can only eat so much, you know what I'm saying? And then you don't even really be that hungry. If you, if you keep up with the intermittent fasting, you won't feel as hungry. Like when you eat, you'll get fuller quicker. So it does work. And it really don't matter what you eat. Some people really, really do it seriously where they only eat between like two to five or, you know, like they literally have like a, a hour or four hour windows just to eat. Um, 
my trainer was telling me, um, and I've heard even some doctors, I don't quote me, but I have heard some doctors say that intermittent fasting is actually really good to do sporadically anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even for people who eat healthy, people who eat crappy, whatever, it is a intermittent intermittent fasting if done correctly, whatever that means. Because like I said, yeah. I'm just learning about it. But I have heard that they say that everyone should do it from time yeah. to time. I so. usually do it just like Monday through fi- Friday. On the weekends, I kind of just allow myself to do whatever. But yeah. it, it does work. Apparently, it like releases toxins and shit out of your okay. gut that we never get a chance to release because we're always constantly eating. So when you have those hours of fasting, your body starts to feed on the stuff that's already in those, like the pit of your gut, the toxins, the shit that never gets pushed out. So almost like getting a colon cleanse or something, but from like the inside out. It makes sense. I got it. So California love, honey. Yeah, girl, I need to be on my fitness like you over here. You are. Um, but it's it's been really cold, so people really haven't been outside like how they normally are, running and hiking and shit. It's been kind of frigid for California. So, um, I'm am supposed to be going to a dance class. I don't think anything like popping has happened in the city because people are relaxing and calming down after the weeks of yeah. Grammys and um. Yeah. The staples was like super packed. To say the least. Yeah, they had a lot of games, and I think they sold out of one game, like the game, like right after Kobe's death. It was some game that I think sold out, and somebody tried to get tickets at my job, and they said the tickets were like in the thousands just to be like in the nose nosebleeds. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was the game that LeBron. Well, obviously he's a Laker, so he was going to play in it. But yeah, that's the game they postponed and aired last Friday. That was the first game that they did. And I watched it. um, Extremely sad. Um, I think everyone in the audience got a Lakers jersey because they layered. Yeah, they have the seats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. beautiful I really want to go to a Lakers game. I'm it like when I first moved to L.A., everyone was talking about Kobe's final game. Like I had moved out there like his final season. And I remember people like trying to get tickets and stuff and I was broke struggling, just trying to make it (laughs) my first, my first few months. So I didn't obviously get to go, but damn, I wish I would have been able to. And I still haven't been to a Lakers game. So I really would love to do that. I do want to go to a Lakers game. I keep saying I want to go to a basketball game. I've been saying it for like the last year, but I want to go to like a Laker game. Like when I think of basketball, I do think of the Lakers. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Um, I kind of we have the Memphis Grizzlies, so I guess I could attend the game. What about the air quotes? <laughs> because I just, I don't know. Again, when I think of basketball, don't get me wrong, but the Memphis Grizzlies are a good team, but I just want to be away. You know, like I want to go. You just put up air quotes like they're a mythical team. Like I mean, I just, you know, Memphis, like I, I guess I'm Nashville. Memphis, like I want to just, I want to see a game. Um, and even if the Lakers traveled, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing them in Atlanta or something. I just don't want to go to Memphis. Mm. I don't know. Girl, I feel you. North Memphis. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to TSU era. Yes, you, (laughs) man. That's all we heard. I I was like, girl, what is North Memphis? (laughs) South Memphis. Memphis. (laughs) My husband's from Memphis. Oh, shoot. Everybody's from Memphis, Lord. Either they're a Chicago child. In yeah. Nashville. Nashville. I met a lot of people from like Alabama too. Yeah. When I lived when I lived in Nashville. In Ohio. Mm-hmm. I lived a lot of people in Ohio too. Anyway. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. I'm a whole nother life. Right. Um, we should do a podcast on how we met in times. During our TSU days, that would be good. That'd be a whole. Yeah, that's for all the real nosy folks. We got some for y'all after dark content. <laughs> if y'all really have any interest in knowing what we're about or who we were, who we are, who we've evolved into, the crazy stories we could tell. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, so what's the tea, sis? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, it is too much tea out here in the, these streets. Too much okay. tea. I'm choking. 
<laughs> number one, number one is, you know, the streets have turned against Gail King, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey too. So if y'all haven't heard, she did this interview with Lisa Leslie and um, I wish we could play a clip. If I can do it, I'll put it in there. And the interview basically was just like, um, it was going fine at first, you know, and then she makes a left hand turn Gail King and, and starts to ask Lisa Leslie about the sexual abuse allegations that Kobe had in 2003, 2004. And Lisa Leslie, she was very respectful. She answered in a nice way, basically saying, you know, this that's not the man she knew. She doesn't really understand why the media is even still really talking about this. They had plenty of time to ask him this when he was alive. And, you know, every single time Lisa Leslie would like defend Kobe Bryant, Gail King went even further trying to convince, <laughs> trying to convince Lisa Leslie, like, well, you don't really know what he would do, Lisa, because you were his friend. Like, so you don't know if he was, and she was like, well, Gail, you know, the, this case was dismissed, you know, back in 2004. And Gail's like, yeah, it was dismissed because the victim didn't want to show up to court. <laughs> so, you know, she was very much so pushing her agenda, which was to, and the interview wasn't but about five, six minutes long in the whole thing. So it's just like, you spent about four minutes talking about some negative stuff with Kobe Bryant it wasn't even about Lisa Leslie. You just used her. And it was just disgusting. It was distasteful, all that. So the internet came back, backlash, called Gail, everything in the book, came up on her Instagram, Snoop Dogg, a whole bunch of other celebrities, Boosie, just basically went in on her. Um, Y'all can find that, those all over social media. And so Gail comes back and she basically says, you know, she didn't know that that was going to be released and her team didn't tell her and it was just a bad light and she you know didn't she didn't know she, it was just a total lack of accountability for real for real and then this morning her best friend air quotes Oprah Winfrey <laughs> she hops on to defend her friend and has an emotional moment basically just saying that Gail's being attacked and y'all need to leave her alone. So <clears throat> that's that. So <laughs> if I may comment, <laughs> please, please do. Uh, yeah, no, it's a big no for me, dog. Like, no, yeah. no, no. You know, I, m my personal stance on this is she knew Gail, when she did come out, to speak in favor of herself as to, oh my gosh, if I watched just that clip, I too can see where you all would be upset. <laughs> Meaning as if to say, if we watched the whole video, the context would be different and we wouldn't be as disturbed. Girl, the whole no. video wasn't but five minutes long because I went, I was like, well, where's the rest of the video she's talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm just kind of like, no, I, we don't need to see the whole context, because here's the thing, as media people, like, we understand that your job is to report, if you have an interview, and you're speaking, if we're speaking in this context of um, an NBA player star, well, if you've got his best, best friend, whether it's a girl, female, whatever, and you're talking about his life, because this is, again, what Gail is saying that sh the whole interview was about, like, what is, what made him smile, what made him laugh, what, you know, all these different things about his No, it wasn't. <laughs> if we're talking about someone's life, and I'm their close friend, we're going to talk about ups and downs, sad moments, happy moments, all these different things. The problem that I had with it, and I feel like the media, honestly, wouldn't have even taken it this far. If you brought up, and it's a few reasons, if you brought up, hey, I know, you know, if you're speaking in chronologically, okay, now we get to these allegations. How, how was that time as you as a friend? Were you, you know, were you there? Like, you know, what, can you give us any, as you said, Whitney, it wasn't even a media question. It wasn't like, okay, this has to be asked. That it, it was like, no, you asked it. You kept asking. You didn't get the answer you wanted. Then you're going to attack her as a friend saying, well, you wouldn't know. I mean, you're his friend, so you wouldn't know. As if to say, your friend, like, no, bitch, you're right. 
I'm his fucking best friend. You're right. If, I, if anybody knows, I should know that is not him. I have other NBA people who I'm not saying that that's them, but this is definitely not like yeah. she just would not let Lisa. She's lucky that she was talking to the right person because the wrong person, which would have been me if after my friend died, probably would have slapped right. the shit out of you on camera because exactly. that was just disrespectful. It was disrespectful. <laughs> I don't, and I don't even understand what the point was for her to continue going. You asked a question, that should have been that. Lisa answered it, that should have been that. But it, literally everybody in their comments, and even when I went to Gail's page and I read her comments after she did her apology video, there were a lot of people, even supporters that were like, yo, we love you, but this was fucked up. Like, I'm sorry, you have she to own it. She left her comments open? Oh my God. Yeah, she left her comments open. And these are <laughs> high profile people. They're like, listen, because you know, I'm thinking people are going to be like, people who support her are going to be like, girl, you know, just, you'll get through it. That No, no like, even the, people, sides. Mm-hmm. even the people that were like, oh, we love you, girl. Mm. However, this is where you had all this fucked up. I'm sorry, you got to, you got to own. And a lot of people just kept saying, you kept going you kept yeah she kept pushing it you kept pushing it and for why that's my thing it's like first of all gail i'm about to drag you real quick because you lucky you even had a job like we don't even know you like the only reason you're doing anything out here is because you're oprah's friend like don't get it twisted like i'm sorry but that's what it is you quit your job in the newsroom in the showroom whatever to follow oprah oprah puts you on yeah. 20 years later whatever you should have just right. stayed in your lane like I don't know who she's trying to be if she's intentionally trying to be like a Wendy Williams or some type of aggressive type of person to stray away from that image with Oprah but if that's who you're trying to be then you need to back that up because you coming up here acting yeah. like you didn't do anything and holding your yeah. hands up all this yeah. and then Oprah getting on a platform to cry tears. I ain't seen Oprah cry tears for nobody in a long ass time about anything. So why are you crying tears for Gail? Y'all should be crying tears for that family who lost a sister and a father and who has to hear this shit from somebody who's supposed to be high profile like Gail King, who's associated with Oprah. And Oprah doesn't even mention the victims. You're up here fake crying over your friend who said some fuck shit. And now she's apparently oh so scared and oh so she's not doing well. A lot of people aren't doing well, Oprah, and y'all chose to bring up some old ass shit. And I'm sure she told you about it before she did it. I'm sure she did. Y'all are very, very close. Well, my thing is, Oprah, you've been slipping with the black community for a long time now. People have been side eyeing you, but letting it pass, letting it pass, letting it pass. And now I'm done with both y'all, honestly. And it's a tough one for me because Oprah is a very inspirational person for just her success for what she's done what she claims to be about but it's like you can preach that shit all day and all this soulful and enlightenment bullshit but if you don't act like that in the real world what is it fucking worth what does it mean all these pictures with y'all and harry weinstein and all of that y'all not addressing any of that but yet you're the first one to turn against all the so-called black people that you were so cool with and doesn't even really address it in any real way it's just like oh it is what it is the tables have turned but the tables haven't turned on Harry Weinstein and everybody else. You're fake. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's a, an agenda here. It's clearly an agenda that they have against black people or their own or something or black men in particular. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. That shit that happened with Kobe Bryant is over, tw- it's almost 20 years old. It was dismissed. There was no real evidence found against this man. It's so old. Like, this that- is ridiculous. It's so old that I, when he passed, I legit forgot about it. Like, I was like, he what? I said he was accused of what? And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, the apology, the public apology, because I remember he gave his wife, that was the tea. He gave the wife $4 million ring. But I don't even recall the rape allegations. I recall him cheating. It was just so obvious. The man got caught cheating and the woman wanted money. Like, it was clear as day. That's what happened. It was it was just that long ago, and the fact that this man has done so much more good. Not saying that if he were or was not convicted. What I'm saying is, based on that rumor, that allegation, this man has contributed so much good to this world that we, as a nation, for the most part, have moved past that. We've a lot of us have even forgotten about it. 
Um, and if this is part of your job as a media representative, you could have asked that question, but then that should have been it. The extra stuff that you were doing clearly shows that your position was forget my network, forget what's written here on this piece of paper, because on that piece of paper, on those interview questions that you studied and you memorized, you ad-libbed all that. There was nothing about, Girl, she was oh, trying well, to push her into a corner to yeah. admit that she didn't know whether or not Kobe Bryant had did those sexual allegations. Yeah. And from her understanding, Lisa exactly. Leslie kept saying, no, he didn't, and it's exactly. inappropriate to talk about it. Exactly. Like, exactly. You know, pushing her that's why I don't understand like you you could have made a mistake and been like okay I asked a question the network wanted me to ask but like you said she kept going this was all on you boo you can't even put this on the network at this point you can't because like I said as a media representative we all understand there's hard tough questions that have to be you're like really do I have to ask this yes you do but they didn't have you do all that you tried to go against you tried to you know, step out on your own agenda and it backfired, baby. That's all that was. So going forward, we hope that this is a hard lesson for you and that you learn it and that you show some sort of remorse. And really it's even more disappointing that you're trying to put this on everything else other than yourself. All we want you to do, and we really don't even care at this point, you, to me, you've been canceled, but all you should really be doing is apologizing to these families, to this family, their friends, and in the way that you had that you yeah and I don't even recall I don't remember her saying that like I don't no, she didn't know if she even said I'm so sorry if I offended or hurt the Bryant family that was never my like I don't, like, I don't even remember her saying that I know Oprah didn't say it so it's like uh, y'all are worried about the wrong thing was that nobody else had a problem with this interview it was only the short clip that they decided the network decided to air no baby I don't care if the network aired it or somebody got a clip themselves and scripted it down what you said in that moment, we don't need to see the whole five, six minute interview. We don't care at this point. We didn't care before. We sure as hell don't care now. You said what you said, own it and go on about your life. But this is what you get. Cause I feel like right now we're in a time where black people are fed up with just a whole bunch of shit. And we are more importantly fed up and we're not gonna continue to allow our own to disrespect us publicly, period. Because yeah. we see what the strength and numbers have done just with this. I mean, she wasn't going to apologize if she didn't get a little bit, but a, but a little bit of backlash. No, the whole nation was like, bitch. And she was like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Like, you, I've never done one of these um, where I've had to come out and talk about, I did this on my own. Girl, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> you feeling bad. That's all that is. And you want to hurry Girl, up and she get was shook. overturned. And we're like, no, we're, we're making you sit in this, boo. Stay over there. Yeah, yeah, we don't want you over here. You don't like yeah. us, no way. And Oprah, yeah. we ain't listening to a word you said. Sorry, sis. <laughs> you contributing to the problem. Just go on. You really could have just not even said nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just support her from behind. Pay for her security. You know, continue to be a friend. Because <laughs> we don't care. Yeah, so, people been it's just with more Oprah. embarrassment for us to continue to repost. That's all. People so. have been fed up with Oprah for a long time. Um, you know, but I she, will oh, say, catch her when she said Bill Cosby. Even though oh, I know yeah, that was ridiculous. Why are you even talking about Bill Cosby right now? While he's tweeting from jail, like you snitch. There's so many people. Like, there's people that are on our level, you and I, Whitney, that are tweeting and have whole cell phones. Like, what What do you, like, leave Bill out of this. I know Snoop brought him up, and Snoop, he was wrong for that. Leave Bill's ass in there. But I, that's what I was going to say, and that's, like, in all fairness, though, like, yes, Gail was wrong. Yes, that was ridiculous. Yes, it was ignorant. But, like, all the internet, like, bashing and bullying and, like, these men, like, like Snoop, you're funny. What you're saying is hilarious. You're always the first to come back and say something. But there is a point where it's like, this is a woman. Okay. And all this like violence towards women and shit that black men are so eager to display it like that shit got to cool out. Because the end part about him, like, we gonna what send somebody to come for you or some shit like, come on, dude. Like, we. I'm sorry, that's funny. No, chill. I'm sorry, that shit was funny as hell. 
I mean, um, it's funny. Yes, it is funny. And, you know, when you're not a part of that, I get it. But it's like, there's men out there looking at Snoop and looking how he's coming at women and thinking this shit's cool. And, you know, another bit of tea this week is the boxer, Javante, um, what's his name? Javante Davis or whatever. Davis. And he got caught, what? Basically abusing his girl, his baby mama, pulling her out of some fight or some event in Miami on camera aggressively. Like it is a lot of aggressive behavior that black men feel so comfortable displaying against black women. And you don't see this really in other races, but you really see it with ours. Like it's just so normal in our society. So it's something we need to look at. Well, off. I mean, I, it is normalized. It is. You're the first it one. Is. You bitch. You black bitch. Like, as soon as a, a man is mad with a black woman, they feel okay going on, like, public display, calling her a bitch, doing whatever. And it's fine. And it's just accepted. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, it, it is ingrained in us. And I don't see that with other races. Like, you don't see other men turn on their women so quickly on a public platform like that. Like, it's just something yeah. to think about. Yeah. I don't see it in other races, but I have seen in the media coverage Black men attacking other, like, their wives that are other ethnicities. Um, it's sad. I mean, regardless, the Black women, Black women, yes, in general, the, that whole thing, even just us being taken up for, we've spoken about this. I mean, it's definitely an issue. But there is something with our Black men, I would say, in general, when it comes to just the disrespect of women as well um and the way that they view women and how they discard us and how they use us for different things or even just view what we our worth is you know what i'm saying just and it's almost like even when a, a black man chooses to be with someone of another race if that doesn't work out or some shady shit is done it's like they I know with Tay Diggs he had a record of dating white women and being married to him and he's like well maybe I should have dated a black woman you know and it's like whoa 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 like <laughs> no, 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 no. you stay your black ass over there because that's what you like you know what I'm saying so I think that there is to be a problem with our black men and just their view on women in total um but yes I mean it is black women it's always a problem with us and, from, and that to me is from every race from white people from black people from you know we just we always are the ones that have to um kind of suffer from that but yeah to the point of like snoop yeah he definitely could have chilled out <laughs> he definitely could have chilled out um and especially with the bill cosby comment because i was just like whoa like no we no we we gonna leave him in there <laughs> we was with you up until bill cosby free bill cosby <laughs> like, no, he is a bad man, and he was bad to black women too. So let's leave him in there. Anyways, um, yeah, those are my thoughts on on that situation. Um, it is what it is. More, uh, I don't even know where where she can go from here. To be honest with you, um, what else is going on in the media? Well, yeah. another breaking news: um, this damn coronavirus. Oh, um, <laughs> the boiled vat. <laughs> yeah, apparently, you know, it's it's really heavy out here in the conspiracy theory streets because there have been some people um, who are stationed in China, American people, Black American people, who are leaking information over here to like Black blogs, um, videos, stuff like that, that the Chinese government isn't allowing them to they're not really allowing that information to be public, um, that this virus is way more serious than what they're trying to make it believed to be. And that's why, like, this travel ban now is happening. And um, I think the U.S. issued, like, a state of emergency with people traveling to and from China. But what the people in China were saying is that it's honestly, like, too late because this virus has been an outbreak almost like a month ago and people have been flying freely back and forth packages have been sending you know back and forth and um it, it basically it's like serious <laughs> to the point where i guess corona virus is like a virus that has already lived like it's already a, a known virus but it's a new strand 
And people are saying that, of course, it started with them eating very odd things in like Chinese villages. And then the, the bat um, video, that's actually a, like a two or three year old video. So that's a super old video that's now resurfacing because this virus has like spread. Um, but yeah, apparently we're going to start seeing a lot more like travel warnings and all type of regulations when it comes to traveling to Asia um, because of this disease, because it's already spread to a few different other countries like Ooh. Thailand and other neighboring countries. You so. know, that's been the Miami for a couple of years now is Thailand. So. <laughs> I know. You know, we all been to Thailand at some point, or at least striving to go to. I mean, I do want to go to Thailand, but not no time ever. I'm supposed to. I was actually supposed to go to Thailand because my friend is going. But I was. What's weird is that I had told her I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna go. Like, I don't really feel like traveling this year. Like I told you earlier. Like I was like, I don't have no travel plans. I'm just not really feeling it unless I have to. Like, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely definitely not going now. No, it makes total (laughs) sense. You know. Um, hmm. I don't know. I went to China a couple years ago and I discovered that I don't have to go back. I do like Chinese food. <laughs> I do like Chinese food, but they're just different in general. Like China, you know, when you go over there, they, if as a minority, especially black, black people, they look at you like you're an artifact. And yeah. like me and my sister were kind of like, oh, like, are we not covered? Like, are our shoulders, like, we thought we were in Dubai or something. Like, you know, we're like, oh looking at y'all. Girl, they would, like, stop and be like, and then we even had people that were like, can we take picture? Can we take picture with you? And like then I'm celebrity. like, yeah. And they would be like, you know, like, so <laughs> uh, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, oh my God. So on top of that, the food, like, a lot of people, if you've never been to China, you come you stay in the states you know chinese food right you even nah. make authentic places it's still more americanized than <laughs> going over to china and then boiling a rabbit or boiling oh my god you know, and i remember there was a time and i we we me and my sister we ate at the same place like every day we um ate at the western we stayed at the western and it was like they had chinese <laughs> food but it was a lot more americanized they had regular egg rolls they had all this just it was good food y'all ain't going nowhere in these villages nowhere child nowhere and then we went when we went to um not hong kong when we went to beijing which was just another part of china we were we saw that they had a lot more american stuff too so we're like oh ruth chris bam like bam you know so all of this to say, in my last example, we're at the airport in China, and you know how you go in like the little stores, convenience stores in the airport, and there's no like barbecue chips and stuff like that. There's like the Chinese version of stuff. So you're like, oh, okay. Um, I saw like how chips would be lined up in America. <laughs> <laughs> they had like packages with like boiled water of like chicken wings like just wow. chicken, like chickens like already they, in the water already in the water so then i'm like oh so crazy i go sit down because i'm like that's disgusting <laughs> it's not cooked it's just boiled it's just water and straw <laughs> so i go and sit down and i'm waiting on the flight to leave and i see this lady she's just sitting down she's trying to she's a I mean, she is sucking the life out of these boiled water wings, raw wings. And <laughs> Maybe they weren't like, raw. Maybe they were cooked, but boiled, broiled, you know. No, baby. They were, <laughs> when you go to Whole Foods and you're like, yes, I want three pounds of chicken. And they put it in some damn water, not hot water. not so it was pink and like red bloody? Yes. It just put it in some juice and you seal it up like a chip bag. And you've got multiple items of these for people to just pack and grab. I just cannot. Wow. I can't do it. I, I guess that's their, that's the Chinese version of like culture. Vienna sausages. My son loves those. His dad got him eating those when he that was That is young. some country stuff. I used to be on it too. Oh, I can. Oh, God. Oh. Pickle pig feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Hey. Girl. What you, hey, it is what it is. 
but yeah, y'all just be careful out here. Okay. Wash your hands. Um, if you have any packages coming from China, everyone is suggesting that you spray them down with Lysol. You wash any apparel. If you have anything coming from AliExpress, they're just saying, wash everything. These are, these are warnings that people are issuing, but they're not really trying to let everyone know because they don't want no, like, you know, hysteria, but I'm about to go get me a gas mask, a face mask for the airport girl. Mess. It makes you. It's just scary. It's scary to procreate, have little people to think about, and then also think about yourself. Shit is scary out here. Like you can't even go outside and breathe. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why I be saying. That's my major debate with these kids. Do I want them? Do I, I'm terrified myself. Shit. Go from um, me. Please come find me and protect me at this point. Lock me up in that little clear cage you got. I understand and kill everything that's trying to come for me. I understand. Oh my gosh. So, um, let's talk about some melanin magic real quick. Mm-hmm. So I did get a friend of the show and a friend of mine personally, sent me um, <laughs> a Melanin Magic story, okay, of a lady who purchased the largest mall in Mississippi, okay, so this is a black woman, um, and Mississippi, as y'all know, is a very, like, racially divided type of, uh, you know, town, or uh, my bad, state, and um, yeah, she made his- history, she's, like, one of the richest entrepreneurs in that state, and, um, you know, she purchased a, a mall, and that's beautiful. Shereen Sanders. Emily Seraph Sanders. Shout out. Black-owned businesses support. And it's the Metro Center Mall in Jackson, Mississippi, if y'all want to go visit it. Cool. Turn up. Yep. Well, that's, that's important. We need to see yeah. more of that. We actually have a black hair store here in Nashville owned by uh, some black people. It's called Roots. And it's a black beauty supply store. It's been doing extremely well. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, we are the number one supporters of these beauty supply stores for these Chinese people. Why don't we have our own? Yeah. All right. So we do have the question segment that we want to officially introduce. (laughs) Yes. It is called me time. All right. So for those have a, for those who have watched our I think two podcasts ago, we um, we did a big name change, big name reveal, Melanin Me podcast. Um, if you've been following us for a while, even when we were BCT, we have segments that are typically theme related, or it's like, oh, okay, you you get it, <clears throat> it makes sense. So as of today and going forward, we will be having a segment. Um, that's called me time. So melanin me, me time, me time is going to consist of, we are definitely pop culture. We will report on everything that's pop culture going on, um, in today's world. Um, however, there is something to be said about checking in with yourself and just having some good old girl time, girl chat, me time, what's going on, what's the latest, um, you know, little questions just to get y'all to know us better. Yeah. Me. So it's literally just what it sounds like. Me time. Um, What you got? I know you got one. I do have a really quick question. So a few days ago, there was a segment or an interview with Kim Kardashian and her husband, Kanye West. Oh Lord. (laughs) If you all watched it, it was on architectural digest, which is a furniture, um, interior design magazine. And the interview was about 11 minutes. It was completely dreadful. It was talking about their design of their home. If anybody knows anything about their home, it looks like a museum, like a, between a psychiatric ward and a museum, right? So very, very plain, very, very muted, nothing's in it. But what stood out to Whitney and I the most (laughs) by far, they could have been talking about chalk, you know, and it wouldn't have mattered. It was their chemistry that really had or posed the question like, hmm, just how important is chemistry in a relationship? I know we, t- we hear about it 
as friends, you may even talk about it like, girl, our chemistry is just, or people may say, girl, you cannot teach chemistry, but there are tons of people in this world that settle for far more things than chemistry. I mean, Kim Kardashian, both of them have money, so it's not like they're together for that. Um, but it just really made me check in and be like, okay, this is not what I want in a relationship. And just from watching that interview further led me to believe that chemistry is extremely important because the body language in which those two shared, the conversation in which those two were conversing, in the way that like how it was happening, it was just so uncomfortable um, that it makes me be like, oh my God, like, would you settle for someone who maybe you don't have all the chemistry in the world with? Because at the end of the day, if I flip the question, I have a ton of, I could have a ton of chemistry with my toxic ex and it's explosive chemistry, but he is a piece of shit guy but this guy over here, we don't have as much chemistry, but he treats me like a queen. We, we find all kinds of things to talk about. We have a lot in common. So it's kind of like, where do you, huh? like, where does it fall on the spectrum? So you're single, you're dating. So based on what you've seen in that interview and the question, like, how do you rate your chemistry level? Um, yeah, chemistry to me is very important. So I can't fake uh, intimacy. I can't fake connection. And I don't want to live a life without that, or without those things. So, you know, to each his own, some people will put, you know, stability or a dependency or, you know, people have their own opinions of what is most important to them. Um, me, I personally, like, I'm always be independent. Like, even if right. I'm with someone, I'm just probably still going to be pretty independent. So to me, connection and, and true friendship um, and honesty and all that mushy, gushy stuff, that shit really matters to me. So um, that's just me personally. You know, I feel like Kim and Kanye, they, they may not even have that time, honestly, with their lives to even have that level of intimacy or connection and I and I see that with them you know it's more so like surfacy it's more so like it looks like they just match each other because of the lives that they live not necessarily because of like who they are as people so the perspective I mean that's I think things are weird over there but that's their life you know and I also I agree with your <laughs> point in saying that you know it is important in the sense that people do settle and some, a lot of the times from a woman perspective, a lot of the times why I feel like we suffer, settle the most is because of the dependency, codependency piece. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even though you may know you don't have chemistry with somebody, it's like you'll take that L, which is really a high ranking thing, because to me, is chemistry is what is like that check in point. It's like, oh, my something's fucked up with my girl. I need to tune in with her. Or, oh, you know, it, it's something you guys bounce off each other. And to me, that's what keeps the relationship going. We all have seen relationships where you may be going out to the club. You see his girl, him and his girl. He want to be out here dancing, even with her. May not be other women. He just wants to get loose. And you see her with an attitude. Like, chemistry is important because I refuse to be with somebody <laughs> who I can't have fun with in fear of my own mood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We not do, we got we got to have fun. We got to play. We got to do all that. So chemistry yeah. is important, guys. Um, Me and eggshells don't get along. So Ooh. I don't know how to walk with eggshells. Yes. I'm going to break all the motherfuckers. So yes. some people can live their life like that and be okay, but And well, that's the that's the misleading concept. They're not okay. I mean, it's working for them, shit. They're not okay. People aren't okay because then that's why they have all these other things outside. To me, time was spent with somebody doesn't mean that you're okay. I feel like you're just, you don't, you're scared to go out there for other reasons to find. Because you may, in, let's be real, a lot of times people, some people don't find it. 
So it's like, I'd rather stay in this situation than take a chance on me being truly happy with somebody else or possibly being happily alone or not, not hate using alone, but by myself or whatever, however you want to spend it. Yeah. And that's so, dangerous. Cause you end up settling for people you have no real connections with who don't sure. really like you who you don't really like. And sometimes it ends up in crazy situations where people get killed and hurt and you yes. get hurt. So stop ladies. First of all, this is kind of off topic, but it's just been a lot of random ass murders out here with ex-boyfriends killing these women in college yeah. and and killing their kids by accident and all types of shit stop fucking with these people these men who have nothing to lose and who are way beneath you but you feel like you can't get with nobody else so you're just gonna be with them in the meantime you're gonna fuck up your life doing shit like that and fuck up the people's lives around you so settling is dangerous like you can settle if you want to be if you're so afraid to be alone you can settle but all that's going to do is prolong your growth and prolong your journey because at the end of the day everyone has to be okay being alone because you were born alone you're going to die alone it doesn't matter if you're married divorced 10 kids it doesn't matter we're all leaving this world alone so it's just like deal with it and stop putting your life in danger because you're afraid to be alone that's all there is a lot of life to be lived, and I've seen time and time again people waste year their good years, what you call your good years, their good years on relationships, and you're miser- they're miserable, but they're just afraid to be alone, and I want to change that stigma, um, because I was, ha- I mean, I've been in relationships, but I've also been single, and I f- feel like I found my space a lot of times when I f- was happily single, not when I was like, oh, like, I need to be with somebody, I need to no, like when I was like, okay, I'm good. Like I, I'm having a ball being single. <laughs> like <laughs> I was living when I was out here thinking, you know, there was a period of time. So yeah, girls, men, you know, cause there's a lot of men don't get twisted that don't want to be single neither. Let me just point, put that out there too. Wow. Insecure. It's insecurities is what yeah. it is. We all have them, but make sure that you live your life to the best quality that you can because we're only here for a short time and we're only here for a little while um but every moment is fleeting so chemistry is important so great great topic great topic to get to know us so i guess this concludes our episode for this week what we got coming up oh go ahead yeah yeah i skip did i skip something no you know i don't think so okay (laughs) I was thinking about because I love tea bags, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep for I all, but you know, I was always forgetting tea bags, even though I had mm-hmm. a tea bag. I forgot to mention tea bag. So who are you tea bagging this week, girl? Yeah, tea bag is from Black Coffee and Tea Podcast, you know. And we just we can't. I can't let go of it. It's just such a good, <laughs> it's a good segment. People would be like, oh my god, I can't wait to figure out who's going to be tea bag of the week. Or some people would already guess. What well, I got a double tea bag, Oprah and Gail. I got oh, a tea bag both of them. First of all, first of all, I don't believe y'all are just friends, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, bitch, yes. But okay, and okay, girls, take this tea bag because yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, girl. My tea bag would have to be. I've actually got two sets. I've got damn. <laughs> I've got two sets. Right, there's four people, but there's two. Oh, Meek and Nikki, yes. Meek and Nikki, and then my other tea bag would be Future and his baby mama, uh, Eliza or something, or maybe. That oh, I forgot her. about that. That that was from earlier bags. in the week. It got pushed to the side. Those are my two tea bags, Nick, Nikki and Meek. The, the only reason why they're my tea bags is because they're doing too much. Girl. Both of you guys are in relationships. One of you guys is about to have a whole baby. The passion um, is still boiling hot. The okay. other is in a relationship. Seems like it's thriving, honey. You keep saying you are happy. Why oh. is it that all of this business in the is in the public and y'all are literally screaming at each other from your yeah. from your text? Yeah, because if I'm really I, done with an ex, I, I'm a okay you to death because I don't even want to talk to you. Like, <laughs> okay. Or just right. like, I, I know, like, I don't want to go back and forth with you. I'm so done. I'm done, done. Like, I don't even want to ever hear you see my name. Like, I want you so far away from me. So when you still want to engage in that type of behavior, <laughs> you're not fooling any one of us, Nikki, okay? You can fool Mr. Petty, but you ain't fooling me. 
baby. Okay. <laughs> You're not fooling nobody. <laughs> baby this, mama, uh, Meek's baby mama better watch this. out. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, be careful with these relationships where these people be hating they exes like when they got all this passion and aggression yeah, that's dangerous. And they try to put them down like you're not giving anybody i don't care if they're yeah. ex or not you're not giving anybody that kind of energy if you don't give a slight fuck about them period so period. watch that watch that energy it wouldn't shock me in a couple of years when we hear they've made a reconnection or not but it doesn't deny the fact that everybody's been like okay pause y'all just need to have a good screw or y'all miss each other. This is too much. This is just too much in the media. Second reason for T-Bag, Future, and his baby mama, the one that's making all this noise. I I don't mind that Future wants to do a defamation of character. I feel like as a baby mama, she's really doing too much in the media. Sis, if you don't take his ass down to court, get the paternity test, get him on child support, but this you fill in the reason to um, describe his penis, talk about your sexual experiences, talk about him and Lori, throwing all these shots subliminally. Well, apparently like, she's claiming that he, like, did something to her. Like, all types of claims of... Again, there is a proper way to do this because what it looks like from our end is that you're a bitter baby mama that really can't be confirmed and or denied at this point. My position as a mother would be to do behind the scenes, get my back office in order, put you on child support because you talk office. about he ain't, he ain't giving you no money. There's a process for that. It's real simple. You ain't got to do all this, sis, because you coming off real bitter like. And again, in this situation, you knew what he, who he was. He had nine, eight, ten, seven. Maybe that's six, not his baby. Maybe that's really not his baby. And maybe, but that's what I'm saying. I I can't for the life of me, and this is why I said they both need to be. Because why wouldn't she go through court and stuff? Be, yeah, and we don't know. She might have. It might be taking a while for her for him to get served, or who, there's a process for that. But what I'm saying is, it's not impossible. There's plenty of people who do it, but doing all of this in the media just really, really shows the typical stereotype for me as a baby mama. Because you're just going out of your way to make this man look bad when he already looks bad, sis. Like, he already looks bad. He ain't claiming you, he ain't claiming that. He's admitted that he's been with you for a couple of years, but he already looks bad. So you're positioning all this energy into him instead of your baby in the baby's needs that you're saying he's not doing anyway. So that's why I'm saying you're on the teabag list because get your shit order. <laughs> Get your shit in order, sis. Like, I'm pro-woman. I'm pro-baby, but get your shit in order. It don't take all this. So, that's what I do. All right. Well, that was eventful, y'all. Um... (laughs) Great episode. We're trying to get our new flow together, our new titles together please let us know um you know any comments any questions we will bring back listener questions as soon as we get some new listener questions yes. <laughs> so please email us at askmelaninme at gmail.com you can dm us at melaninme podcast on instagram please follow our youtube make sure you're subscribed to this podcast because you never know we may change our name again and then you're gonna lose track of us so make sure you subscribe um and yeah. Oh, go to melanomy.com. Duh. Yes. Yes. All of that. Make sure you um, shop, get your t-shirts, grab. We're going to constantly be changing inventory, sayings, quotes, colors. We have a giveaway coming up. We so we're giving away Melanin so merch. Yep. yep. Stay tuned for those details, but I will tell you, you will want to turn on your uh, notifications um, because we will be dropping details and who knows we may give away two shirts i don't know i'm not saying anything i'm not we saying could. We, we could not saying we won't, but we could so we could we're about to hit 20k on instagram y'all so exactly. please get up over there with the quickness okay and oh yeah we also have some after dark super fan content coming up so for the super melanin me fans we will, we will be having be exclusive content for y'all. Officially, I can say on this episode, we will be dropping the After Dark episode next week. 
So again, turn on your notifications because when we drop it, we will only show a clip. <laughs> view this on what, Whitney? What is the, where can they <laughs> access this? You, <laughs> you will sign up for our After Dark content on Patreon. So you'd have to be a Patreon member. Patreon is just a members only viewing platform. So in order for you to get access to these videos, to this exclusive content, you have to be a member. All right. So we're going to decide on everything, the pricing and everything. We'll probably discount it the first month. So make sure you are first in line. And yeah, we can't wait for y'all to get really, really personal with Melon and me because we about to get, it's about to be the real deal. And I'm so excited because this is my lane, honey. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Mia's uh, juice is going to be way <laughs> more juicy than mine. So. Oh, shit. Well, you got some juice, though, now. Don't, don't get it twisted. You got the Whitney Slick Freak, too. Don't get it twisted. Just some crazy times. Like, we, we got so much shit. Like, time our house got robbed. All types of stuff. We got so much we shit. We got all kind of shit. Just, just stick yeah. with it. Okay? Stick okay. with it. All right. Bye. Until the next time. Bye. Bye.